Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. It is me, Troy McKeady. And Kelly Williams. And today's episode is going to be, I don't know if fun is the word that I would use to describe it. It's going to be something. Um, (laughs) We did a poll on our Patreon page and we asked who you guys wanted to hear us talk about. We gave you a few options. Not to say that we won't talk about those other options, but for right now, we are going to be doing a little, you know, a little deep dive on Leonardo DiCaprio. relationships specifically yeah specific to his relationships because some other things need to be behind a paywall yeah so we figured the best way to go about this because leo is such a massive blind item himself is that we can um for this you know like kelly said we're gonna stick to his relationships his dating history um his relationship to the modeling industry um his relationship to yachting and in you know all of that But for Patreon, we figured we would do an episode about, you know, Leo's upbringing, his childhood in the industry, uh, just a lot of the, like, the younger Leo stuff is, like, kind of dark, and there's a lot of crazy rumor, and I just, yeah, this, it just seems like it should be behind the paywall. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So, yeah, obviously, the first thing I want to know from you, what was your relationship to Mr. DiCaprio when you were younger? You know, I have to say, I always felt weird because I didn't love him the way everybody else did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I, I was in like first grade, I guess when Titanic came out and I remember everyone like lusting over Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, oh, like I don't have a crush on him. What's wrong with me? Right. But I will say, like, in The Departed, I thought he was super hot in that. But I think he's a great actor. He just, like, grosses me out as a person. I know he does a lot for humanitarian efforts and, like, environmental stuff. But, like, and even that as, is as a man who treats women the way he does, it's just kind of like, ugh. Yeah. But I, I will say I do think he's a good actor. <laughs> I I completely get that. I think that he's a gross fucker for sure. Um, I will say that as a youngin, I was obsessed with this man. I was like head over heel. I was like one of those girls. Like I was truly madly deeply um, like a chicken cherry cola. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It was like <laughs> my love ran deep for this man. And I think that it's because, you know, there are certain people that like become really famous and like, you know, they're, they're put on like the pedestal to be like a heartthrob or whatever, or like a, a sex symbol or whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's rare that they're like really talented. Mm-hmm. And like Leo was somebody who didn't rely on how beautiful he was. Like he actually was like one of the greatest actors, I think of our time, one of the greatest mm-hmm. male actors. And he just so happened to also be like a teen beat person. And I think when those two things combine, because usually it's like either or, you know, Mm -hmm. but when those two things combine and you have like this beautiful person with like A-list acting ability, like, I mean, you know, it's the world is at their fingertips. So yeah, I was, I was in love with Leo. Like it was bad. 
Yeah. Uh, my first like real crush was Brian from the Backstreet Boys. So I was busy. <laughs> I was busy like hanging pictures of him up on my wall. Studying that chiseled jawline. And like, I was so weird as a kid. I know people are like, stay on topic, but I thought you could only have like one crush. So I was like, okay, so Brian is my crush. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, we were kind of brought up to think shit like that. Like you can have <laughs> one crush, you can like one female pop star, mm-hmm. one boy band, and that's it. You've met your quota. And my mom was like, Brian's my favorite. I'm like, no, he's not mom. Who's your real favorite? Because Brian's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> All this drama. But yeah, I do remember everyone just loving him so much. And I remember just kind of being like, I guess I do because everyone else does. Yeah, I get that. It must, uh, yeah. I feel like a lot of my friends were like that too, where it was like, you just kind of had to like Leo. Like at a certain point after Titanic, you didn't really have a lot of a choice. For sure. And like I said, in The Departed, I was like, I get it. Now I get it. And then Mm -hmm. after The Departed, I was like, it's gone. (laughs) is what what was your did you have like a um leo movies that you liked when you were a kid or no i mean i like the titanic to yeah, the point yeah. um what's eating gilbert grape incredible Inc- he did so incredible in that and then as i got older like i still like the departed and um shutter island i thought was really good you know i looking back i think and i've talked about this with my friend katie because she was like a real leo head um I think the reason that I truly fell in love with him, it wasn't even Titanic. It was this movie. I'll have to look up the name of it and I'll like, actually I'll look it up now while I'm telling the story. Basketball Diaries? No, it was a movie that came out right before Titanic and he plays this gay poet. He, he, he's young. He's like, it's, it's, it's Titanic era Leo, but just like right before Titanic. Man in the Iron Mask? Uh, no, but that was also fucking incredible. <laughs> I'm just saying movies I know that he was I know. I have no idea. You're like Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I Uh, do love Wolf of Wall Street, by the way. But I I almost think like Margot Robbie is the reason I love that movie so much. No, Wolf of Wall Street is iconic. But it's like that. that's also gross Leo, though. So I get that. Right. But no, he plays this gay poet. And like the in the movie, he's like this really like promiscuous gay man in like the 19th century. and uh it's really really good and when when uh when Titanic came out like that was supposed to be his big debut and then when Titanic came out they like buried the film because he was was gay in the film and he had nude scenes oh yeah like like full dick and balls so (laughs) as a (laughs) as a like little tween I was like truly like basically making love to my television I was like oh I'm dating my tv now because Leo's inside it naked um and yeah so I was like by the time Titanic happened I was already head over heels yeah (laughs) um but the interesting thing about Leo is like he has this very very specific kind of celebrity lore like he's one of those celebrities that everybody kind of has the same idea of who he is I think Mm-hmm. like collectively people all view him as like you know if you if you mention Leonardo DiCaprio to anybody and you say like what do you think about him they would all say like oh he's a womanizer he dates models he loves hot young girls he parties like he's like a bro he's always like in like a boy squad <laughs> like he never grows up yeah um the pussy and, posse yeah the pussy posse gig like 
And that's, it's interesting because it's like, I think that it's real, but I also think it's so made up. It's such bullshit. I know. I'm excited to get into that with you. Well, what do you think about that? Like, what do you think about him as like a, because like, even growing up, like that's how we were always, you know, we were taught to think like Leo is a hot womanizer and every woman, it's a rite of passage as like a, a, a model to be able to fuck Leo. Yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't really realize that until him and Giselle broke up because I liked him and Giselle as a couple a lot. And then I realized once they broke up, he started dating like young girls. Right. Models, the young models. And yeah, after that, I was kind of like, ew. Yeah. But I, 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 him and Giselle, I was like, oh, they're going to get married and, and all this stuff. But, but after that, I will say like the smoke and mirrors kind of went away. Yeah. So obviously today we're going to be talking a lot about his relationships. Um, I know Kelly has like a, a list of the women that he's been rumored to be with, or he's been spotted with or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, like there's a lot of smoke and mirrors when it comes to Leo. I think very similarly to we talked about this in the one direction episode specific to harry that like when it was time for now obviously leo was you know never a part of like a crazy like manufactured boy band that didn't have like the same restrictions on his career or whatever but um leo was like a huge corporation like he's big business and it, it, it's similar to Harry in the sense that they the press had like a, a narrative that they really wanted to push with him where it was like that he sleeps with all these girls and it felt planted. Like, yeah, it felt true based on photos we were seeing, but also like really planted by magazines and stuff. Yeah, I almost feel like the world was brainwashed into thinking Leonardo DiCaprio was like the sexiest man on the planet and pulling like the most beautiful women on the planet yeah. because of People Magazine. I agree. Because fucking People Magazine. God. <laughs> People Magazine told me so. Truly, the most like whitewashing 90s magazine where they're just like, everything in Tinseltown is as it seems. Mm-hmm. Don't believe anything than what we tell you. Hollywood's hot as hunk. literally (laughs) um so I guess starting off like can can you read down the list of women yeah it's actually a lot shorter there are only 16 listed okay but I'm sure that there are some that this list was missing but it seemed like the most like cohesive list I could find okay cool so Bridget Hall in 1994 Naomi Campbell in 1995 they allegedly had a fling Demi Moore in 1997. They supposedly hooked up in 97. Neither have ever commented on it. Um, Kristen Zhang from 1996 to 1998. They dated for 15 months. Helena Christensen in 1997. She's a Victoria's Secret model. Eva Herzegova, 1998. Giselle Bunchen. From 2000 to 2005, um, in her memoir, she wrote, no longer numbing myself with smoking, drinking, and too much work, I was becoming more and more aware of things that I chose not to look at. Was I alone in wanting to do some serious soul searching while he stayed the same? 
In the end, unfortunately, the answer was yes. Then he dated Bar Raffaelli from 2005 to 2011. And I actually thought they were going to get married. Me too. I thought, I thought Leo and, and Barr. And then my girl, Blake Lively, in 2011, they only dated for five months. Aaron Heatherton from 2011 to 2012. Kat Torres in 2013. Tony Not Gar, Garn, G A R R N, from 2013 to 2014. Kelly Rohrbach from in 2015. The pair were reportedly even engaged, but broke up around New Year's 2016. Rihanna, 2016. Sources denied they were an item, but there are pictures of them at Coachella together. Nina Egdal in 2016. 2016 was a busy year for him. Yeah, Jesus. And Camilla Marone, 2017 to present. She, whenever this was written, she was 23, um, but they have a 23-year age gap. The really interesting thing about Leo when it comes to these models is that it's always been rumored through blind items and through the internet, through message boards, whatever, that Leo sort of works... Leo is like a, in a weird way a part of the modeling industry which in a weird way make, makes him a part of like the yachting world mm -hmm. because these girls have sort of like a second career well I get I would say Leo has a second career of and if you believe blind items and I mean just looking at the evidence it's really hard to deny this that Leo sort of collects a fee from modeling agencies to be seen with a lot of women. And it helps boost their careers. Obviously it's a, it's, it's a major deal to be the new model dating Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like it's, it just, it feels true when you look at how it's written about, it feels like this big sort of like planned out um, like industry where it's like, the model gets paired with him he gets to go out and be photographed with a model and we'll talk about the importance of that in a minute mm -hmm. <laughs> um so leo gets to be seen with arm candy the model gets to be written about as leonardo dicaprio's girlfriend leo collects a fee from the modeling agency and the tabloids writing about them are also in on it and they know who the next girl is going to be and there's this whole sort of system in place for boosting the careers of these models and also you know it helps leo and i actually have a blind item about it there are dozens now the interesting thing that you'll find about leonardo dicaprio is that his blind items are so repetitive because mm -hmm. he's been living the same life since 1998 like nothing about his life has changed since he was a kid he is an adult teenager that's true um, so this is from 2018. It says, usually our A-plus list movie actor collects a fee from modeling agencies for trying to boost the, boost the fees of some of their models. This one is new, though. Our actor has been being paid directly by a model to increase her yachting fees for the summer. She wasn't getting much traction and would have just been one of many, but now she's in really high demand. And I don't know, I think it's hard to deny that being true when you think about 
the way that these girls are written about. I mean, it's really, it's almost like, it's a weird, like, it's almost got like a weird, like we're one of Hef's girls kind of gig. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. And I mean, he's always in the South of France on a yacht, always. So yachting in general is still so interesting to me. I know you and I have talked about it for years at this point, Mm -hmm. but it's still so interesting that it's right in front of our faces Mm -hmm. in that people allegedly guys everything from here on out is allegedly right (laughs) um that allegedly people like um leonardo dicaprio or george clooney or even prince harry are involved in that totally it's never it never isn't interesting and it's wild that it's like this you know billion dollar industry i mean it's like a massive industry if anything, I think that it's, I've said this before, like, I think that it's, you know, it's the industry that, like, fuels Hollywood, really. Yeah. You know, is yachting, and then, like, the result of it is what we see. Um, this is actually another blind from 2016, and like I said, these blind items about Leo working directly with the modeling agencies go all the way back to the 90s. Um, it's, this is from 2016. It says the Academy Award winning A plus list mostly movie actor is being paid by modeling agencies for every model he goes on a date with or even just for being photographed with. Apparently their rate shoots up immediately for bookings and the agencies are making the money they pay out back almost right away. So it's like hugely beneficial for these girls, obviously. It gives them a career. Mm-hmm. And it's hugely beneficial for the modeling agency because, I mean, they're like creating stars just from having them be at dinner with Leo. And it's hugely beneficial to Leonardo DiCaprio. Now, the other really weird thing is that you'll find that a lot of these women who go on dates with Leo, like, I beg you to find an article an exclusive, a tell-all, an interview where one of these women says anything positive about their experience with Leo. Literally for the past 20 years, we've been reading articles. And I mean, these are articles that will start off as blinds, but then they sometimes will trickle over into mainstream news. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you'll see them on like Huffington Post or the Daily Mail or whatever about you know leo's uh how should we say inadequacies <laughs> sexually um that he has all these really weird sexual quirks and that he can't get hard and like he has a really hard time having sex with these girls and they're they're always shocked by it because he's supposed to be this like sex god he's leo and then they go to have sex with him and they find out that he like either has no interest in having sex with them at all and they're shocked by the fact that like oh, I'm, I'm being paid to just hang out with Leo and he doesn't want to have sex with me or they try and he like can't. One of the craziest ones that I saw, I don't know if it was on Crazy Days or Nights and Nights or Dumois, but a girl basically sent in an anonymous story that she was kind of plucked from the club as Leo goes to the club all the time. And she went back to his hotel and he was like, get in my room like strip down, get on all fours in the bedroom. And she did, you know, she's on all fours in the bed. And she said, he basically took her from behind, 
wore headphones, sunglasses, and smoked a cigarette and like didn't even finish. And they're all like that. They're all like that. There's no pop, like you would think for a man who lives this like Jack Nicholson lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, that he's like fucking Austin Powers. Like no woman can resist his woes or whatever. <laughs> his, <laughs> it's like fucking disgusting, sweaty fuck that no woman can resist him. And he's so whatever. And every single woman that sleeps with him tells people publicly, even like girls have gone on like Howard Stern. Yeah. And said stuff about like, you know, that he like is really, really bad in bed. And like the experiences are really weird. There are some, a lot of girls that have said like, well, he'll like cry. Like there have been women that have said like, well, I spent the evening with him and he was like crying a lot. I have a blind. A cry one? Yeah. Read it, please. (laughs) It's from, (laughs) read it, please. (laughs) It's from 2017. This model recently told a very personal story about a famous film actor. Our lad is usually surrounded by both male friends and beautiful women, but he may be a bit lonely. Quote, she said that when she started dating him, she used to sleep in the room next to his, and she would sometimes hear him crying in the night. She would go into his room and ask him what was the matter, and he would tell her, I'm so lonely. Sometimes she would stay and spoon with him, but sometimes he would just shoo her away and continue crying. Like, it's sad and also just, like, really weird and confusing. I have one, actually. So these are, these. this is when it's from 20, well, these are both from 2014. And these are both in reference to just sort of, like, the awkward sexual encounters this one says, this A-list model, this A-list supermodel was talking smack all night at a party about the size of this A-plus list, mostly movie actors' manhood. She says it's small and doesn't work. She spent most of her, of their, most of their relationship trying to get him hard. That was Barr. And this one is also from 2014. It says... This A-minus list model says that her former boyfriend, who is an A-plus list, mostly movie actor, is very generous, is a very generous guy, but they've never had sex. For the year or so that they went out, she only used her hand or mouth on him because he couldn't perform any other way. Now, those, one of those is from Crazy Days and Nights, and the other one is from Blind Gossip. Not even the same website, and the stories are, like, eerily similar. The one that I read was from Blind Gossip. So this one is from celebritybitchy.com. Okay. This is a quote. Um, this was sold to Star Magazine. So take, take what you will from it, but it's from 2016. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio is selfish, lazy, and downright rude, says a source whose BFF betted the 41-year-old Oscar winner. She told me that during the act, Leo put on headphones and started vaping. Then he signaled her to keep going while he just laid back and zoned out. The woman was so confused by the situation that she just carried on, embarrassed, and hoping things would change. But Leo continued to lie there, listening to MGMT, while his date was left wondering what was in this for her. Leo knows women are mesmerized by his stardom, but he obviously doesn't care at all whether they're satisfied or not. He can sleep with almost any woman he wants without even trying, so there's no surprise he doesn't try in bed. 
Can you imagine like you're like on <laughs> you're on top of Leonardo DiCaprio and he's wearing his headphones and all you hear is like kids by MGMT playing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like zoned vaping. out vaping. His dick is completely soft. And oh you're God. like, uh <laughs> what a nightmare. You hear a faint You're like, are you listening to kids right now? Like, could you turn that off by chance? So I have a blind, it's blind gossip. And this is from 2021. And Kate Winslet kind of got in some trouble talking about how like, there are a lot of actors in Hollywood that refuse to come out. Mm -hmm. But this one, she was like a little bit more specific. She said, it says Kate Winslet has said she's, She knows, quote unquote, well-known actors who haven't publicly come out in fear of Hollywood backlash. The actor who stars in the new film, I'm not, I, Imanite, Imanity, I don't know what it says, revealed that she knows of at least four gay stars who are keeping their sexuality hidden due to the belief that they'll lose out on roles. I cannot tell you the number of young actors I know, some very well-known, some starting out, who are terrified their sexuality will be revealed and that'll stand in the way of being cast in straight roles. The actor whose credits include Titanic and The Reader said that she knows a well-known actor who was recently told by an American agent to keep the fact that they are bisexual a secret. The agent said, I understand you're bisexual. I wouldn't publicize that. I can think of at least four actors absolutely hiding their sexuality. It's painful because they fear being found out. Winslet, who is married with three kids, hit out at the judgment, discrimination, and homophobia rife within the film industry. So obviously comments think it's Leo, um, Bradley Cooper, Timothy Chalamet, Sam Hugan, then there's like Jake Gyllenhaal, like there are a bunch of guesses, but someone, a lot of people say Leo for, for it. So something that you and I talked about um, when we first started this is that like every celebrity has a like sort of mainstream persona and mm-hmm. then they have a like internet persona, which I guess you could also say is like a blind item personality. Like it's what people who read beyond People Magazine and like us, you know, like e-news or whatever mm-hmm. know about them. So it's like a good example would be like people on the internet have been talking about Leah Michelle being horrible for 10 years right and then it became like a access hollywood story one day yeah um so in leo's case one of the things that i mean i've been my introduction to leonardo dicaprio as a blind item celebrity was back in the day i became obsessed with articles about his relationship with lucas haas and at the time, like in the early 2000s, Leo and Lucas were living together mm-hmm. and they were always photographed in New York, like, you know, grocery shopping together and with Leo like riding on the cart and, you know, just Leo being like the adult baby that he is with this guy. <laughs> and it was always like Leo and his bros and blah, blah, blah. But then like that went on for like a decade, Leo's relationship with Lucas Haas and it really became one of those long 
those just long-standing internet rumors that Leonardo DiCaprio is bisexual and that the reason that all of this takes place, the reason you know, you, you guys are you're listening and you know now we set you up for this. <laughs> we teed you up for this. The reason that Leonardo DiCaprio is involved in these like contractual relationships is to like further this narrative that he's a womanizer ladies man right and which is why I mentioned earlier that it it reminds me of Harry in a sense uh and like you know the thing that makes it even more strange is that you you hear all these negative stories about Leo and these women and it's not to say that I, I think that you know Leo doesn't like I think that there's I definitely think that I could see Leo being bi and I definitely think that he probably mostly like likes women too but I, I think that Leo has been in relationships with men for sure. Like, I think that it's almost undeniable at this point, just based on the years and years and years of people tracking it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like how we've talked about, like, Carly and Taylor. It's like the rumors have been there for a long time, but people don't really, like, in, like to look further than just, you know what I mean? Exactly, because it's, like, kind of ruins people's, you know, folklore image of this person that's been cra- like crafted and created by how by the industry. This is a blind from two thousand and nine, and this oh is oh my a, god, yeah, it's a Mister X blind too, so it's big deal. It says what A plus plus list actor and Oscar winner nominees PR people are still trying to push his faux heterosexual image, even though he's anything but. They made up a story about a gaggle of women exiting a club with him and his entourage a few weeks ago, but it didn't actually happen. And that may even be like one of the first blinds that I read about him, 09. And it's the same. And I always say like, there are certain stories with celebrities where it's like, you cannot believe blind items, but nobody is going to sit around. Nobody is so bored that they're going to write the same blind item for over 20 years. Yeah. There is not like, if you're seeing a blind item about a celebrity being recycled for more than a decade, it's likely because it's so fucking talked about in Hollywood that it's just, that's the gig. It's just their story. And I think it's really interesting that Kate Winslet is the one who said that. I do too. And I'm kind of like, Kate, what are you doing? Right. Like, why would you do that? You know? And I almost feel like... Honestly, from her perspective, she's probably worked with a lot of tortured men. True, true. Just tortured men who have to pretend to be hunks. Fucking Hollywood hunks or whatever. Like, that seems like a nightmare. And, you know, especially when you get to know someone and you're like, wow, that's like not even who you are. Like, that seems like it would be horrible. Yeah, and she seems to really, like, care for, like, Leo. They seem to have a real friendship. Like, I believe they have a friendship and if there's a blind item that tells me differently, I will not believe it. No, I believe that too. I really, really do. This blind is from 2013. Many people think that this celebrity is gay. Let us set you straight on this. He is not gay. He is actually bisexual. Well, sort of. Yeah, it's complicated. In public, he only dates beautiful women. Although he is nice to them, he spends time with them and spends money on them. He rarely has sex with them. And then there are the other two, other two rules. He can see any man he wants on the side, but he is allowed to date only him. And after their relationship is over, uh, she had better keep quiet. 
He has sex with both men and women, but it's not frequent or intense or especially satisfying. And it's never as part of, it's never as part of a long-term committed relationship. The women he dates aren't even sure of their role. They're not sure if they're his beard, his pal, his prop, or if his girl or his girlfriend. His exes are all described, have all described him the exact same way. He is not totally gay, but we only had sex a couple times and it's not even like he's truly bisexual. It's almost like he's asexual. Even more interesting is the way that two past girlfriends described that it was like having what it was like having sex with him. One said that it was quote bunny fast and another described it as like being poked with an annoying rubber pencil. <laughs> with ringing <laughs> with ringing endorsements like that, why do women date him or stay with him? He's good looking and famous and very rich and he's very connected. Too bad the last trait hasn't helped too many of them progress further in the industry. So in conclusion, he is either gay or straight or bisexual or asexual. The women that date him are either his beards, his pals, or his props, or they're his real girl, real girlfriends. That clears it up, doesn't it? That gave us nothing. <laughs> yeah, it gave us everything and nothing. All everything and nothing. Time. Totally. I could, I could see someone like him being asexual just because he's had so much sex. Mm-hmm almost like Justin Bieber I was literally just gonna say that he's like Justin Bieber's never gonna truly enjoy sex again like not really you know what I mean yeah I just I feel like a lot of people in Hollywood just get so much sex that they probably get sick of it absolutely and Leo's been famous since he's what 13 at this point and I just read a rumor that he lost his virginity to Sharon Stone have you ever heard that I have heard that. I wonder if it's true. <laughs> Isn't she like way older than him? Way older. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's true. See, I think that that's part of the whole thing. Like, I think like that's a part of the whole like womanized, not womanizer thing, but like him just being this like sex God who, is ha- who has been linked to the most beautiful women in Hollywood history. Every woman wants Leo. Everyone, every woman has had Leo. You know, he's fucking Dirk Diggler. This blessed penis. Like, did he lose his virginity to Sharon Stone? Did he? Or was that some fucking PR person that put that out there, you know? Right. I also just found one that Julianne Huff said he's not good in bed. I've never once ever in the history of knowing, of knowing who he is as a person, I've never once heard any woman say I enjoyed my sexual encounter with Leonardo DiCaprio ever guys we're here to ruin your heartthrobs best to take the posters down now you got to take the posters down all your crushes are going to be donezo I'm going to read some blinds about him and Lucas Haas please do yes okay so this one is from 2013 or no 2016 It says, almost everyone this big actor knows was there to support his nomination for an Academy Award. So who was he texting during commercial breaks and after the show was over? One of his, quote, friends, his, quote, best friend. The best friend is also an actor. He works a lot, sometimes thanks to landing small parts in big actors' films. Big actor was just keeping little actor constantly apprised of where he was and making arrangements to keep him at the next party. Last year, they had three or more beards between the two of them. Um, And that's him and Lucas. And then there's another one. 
this one's from 2016. It says, <clears throat> a pretty rare sighting between the A-plus list mostly movie actor who was an Academy Award winner slash nominee and his actor best friend. The best friend used to be a bigger star than the A-plus list a plus lister back in the day and now he just shows up wherever something big is about whenever something big is about to happen in the actor's life or when he needs money this one is from 2013 the lucas haas blinds literally date back to like 98 wow yeah like it's overwhelming how many there are and they're all so similar this one says during one weekend in january this multiple oscar nominee and his one-time oscar nominee spent time together they watched some sports games together, had a few meals together, and, and participated in a few leisure time activities together. All very innocent, right? Maybe not. Multiple has a jealous male friend. He's an actor who broke into the business more than 20 years ago as a minor. Now, we're not saying that anyone here is gay, but Multiple has had a revolving door of girlfriends. One time has been in a few su- suspiciously beardy relationships, and male friend spends an awful lot of time in gay bars in WeHo. The male friend wasn't at multiples that weekend, but he quickly found out that multiple was spending the weekend with another man. When he found out that it was, a, that it was one time, he went nuts. He sent one time a flurry of threatening texts and voicemails telling him that multiple, quote, is mine and that he better stay away or that he would tell the press that one time is gay. Uh-oh, it was an idle threat. He knew that male friend wasn't about to sink three successful careers with one call. But just to make sure, he and Multiple did a photo op together that portrays them as a couple of regular macho guys who were doing nothing more than hanging out, watching sports, drinking beer, and talking about ladies. So Multiple is obviously Leo. One time is Bradley Cooper. And the friend, of course, is Lucas Haas. Yeah, there's just, there's years and years and I wish I could read them all. Well, but there's just years and years and years and years of interesting blinds between Leo and Lucas. And it seems like most of the blinds that I found, I don't know if you've found the same. It was either about how Leonardo DiCaprio likes to like yacht girls, basically. Uh huh. He likes to also not be seen in clubs. Like if he's mm-hmm. in a club, he doesn't want people approaching him unless he finds a girl or whatever Mm -hmm. and then Lucas has like I haven't found many I really wanted to try and find some about him and Giselle and there just weren't any Bradley Cooper is an interesting one too he's probably like a walking blind item himself I think so too now when it comes to when it comes to Leo he's also been one of those guys who was close to Harvey Weinstein Mm -hmm. like he's also I don't know if he was close to Brian Singer but like he has also been close to those creepy dudes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it, I don't know. He seems, he also seems like one of those Hollywood people who's like untouchable in a way. Like there, I, I Googled, is Leonardo DiCaprio gay? And there's a bunch of articles. I also Googled, is <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio's sex life? And there's a ton and it's all just things that we have already said. Yeah. And I mean, guys are still like, Leo's the man. It's crazy. It's like, do you read? It's so insane. And I think one of the, my favorite things that I have found out about Leo is he collects dinosaur fossils. <laughs> That's cute. I don't know why, but he has like almost like a full T-Rex in his home. <laughs> I 
love that's like really cool the idea of like walking into a home drunk <laughs> seeing like a giant t-rex i'd be like am i at night at the museum totally or you're like high off your ass and you're like whoa <laughs> you guys are not gonna believe this but i see a t-rex right now and i don't know it, to me it just kind of like it just makes his weird life make sense to me. And I, right. I do think that what you said is interesting about him being like, he is one of those untouchable celebrities. He's very protected. He's extremely protected. And I mean, when you look at this whole gig of him, like working directly with the modeling industry, it's like, it seems like he has a whole orbit of people around him working really hard to protect him mm-hmm. and to pump out this image. Right about him because it's beneficial to them you know they're all scratching each other's asses like it's beneficial for them to for him to like continue being ladies man leo you know for sure for sure i don't know it's just everything is so fake (laughs) everything's literally everything's fake and you also it to me it also kind of helps put into perspective why you hear these stories of him treating these women like fucking garbage. Yeah, can we talk about that a little more? Because I feel like that yeah. isn't something that people really realize. Like, he he basically treats women like they don't matter. He treats women like absolute fucking garbage. Like, they are truly... I sent you a TikTok the other day of a girl... Yes. ...who... And we I'll, um, I'll post it on our... Uh, Instagram feed after this goes up but this girl basically her father was or her grandfather was the owner of a theater and for that reason like her family was extremely connected to Hollywood and her parents always like kept her away from celebrities because they were always like these people are disgusting like you're underage all these men are going to try and sleep with you because they know that you're underage like they're sick Mm -hmm. and one random night they like went out and Leonardo DiCaprio was there at a club and um he was like oh like I know your grandfather like blah 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 you know and she for like she like went away and then came back and her friend this girl that she was with who was I'm pretty sure she said was underage had her underwear pulled down was like had her dress hiked up in like a VIP booth and Leonardo DiCaprio was just like examining her vagina like yeah not even like being sexual with it just like looking at it and like poking around in it like it was a junk drawer or something like what's in here uh and yeah like I just he just seems like he's completely broken in a way like when it comes to women yeah and another thing about Leo that I think is really interesting is he went from being in the spotlight so much right like loving it kind of loving the um paparazzi pictures that he'd plan and all these things and then all of a sudden that stopped and he'd walk around with like visors on his face and like blankets over his head Mm -hmm. what do you think of that I know that's not really what we are talking about it's just something that popped into my head but as somebody who loves to show off his his new young girlfriend it's like why does he walk around with like blankets on his head then I think he's tortured yeah I think that he's tortured I think that like him him doing the whole show off my girlfriend thing 
you have to think he's been doing that since like the mid 90s yeah it's gotta be exhausting and like he's old like he's Mm -hmm. like an old man now and you know it's like he has to if this is true he contractually has to be around these like young girls that half of them are like don't even give a shit who he is because they're like young yeah and I mean his life it's got to just be like really unfulfilling and that on top of the fact that like you have people who like everybody and I just can't imagine what it would feel like for every single person who meets you to think that you're this like made up version of yourself that you didn't even make up Mm -hmm. you know that's my only guess I always want to know more about his relationship with Blake Lively me too because the way that happened and ended I I almost feel like Leo thought he was gonna stay with her because she kind of mm. needed him. Totally, I could totally see that. But like, she was just waiting for the ink to dry on Ryan and Scarlett's divorce. So. <laughs> she had other plans in mind. But uh. I do remember like hearing that he was heartbroken about it and all of this stuff. But when you read more blinds, it's kind of like, could he have even been heartbroken, really? Right. Yeah. And like, is he even really capable of like a healthy relationship at this point? Like, you know, I don't know. So they filmed Shutter Island in this town in Massachusetts called Taunton. Okay. And he used to allegedly get wasted at like local bars and just talk about how like Giselle was the one who got away. And then like all and like she was married to Tom Brady at the time, who was a patriot. Oh my God. So everybody was like, what? And then he'd be like, I could call her right now. And again, this is all like through the great, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally, totally. Like it's local. Like, it's like celebrity blinds of Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, everybody <laughs> said that after recording, he would just get wasted at local bars with like normal people. And he'd be like loud and like open about how drunk he was. I'm going to read a couple blinds about him being terrible to these girls. Okay. This one's from 2018. It says this A plus list mostly movie actor who is an Academy Award winner nominee is not really being discreet about passing out his model uh, of the month to his friends. It usually means that it's time for a new model. That's another thing that you'll read a lot about Leonardo DiCaprio and blind items is that because he doesn't really give a shit about these women, like he just sort of passes them around to his friends like they're like a a toy until he's done with them or whatever uh this is another one this is also from 2013 it says this a plus list mostly movie actor banished his his current girlfriend from his vacation home for one night because she refused to sleep with the host of the vacation he allowed her to return after one night away so I guess she she changed her mind. This is what happens when you have been famous and rich for too long. You get carried away with seeing how far you can go. Mind you, this used to be a nice guy. That is so disgusting. I know. And when you think about like his origins, the pussy posse. Yeah. It's like, of course, you know. 
Right, of course. Because who was that? It was him, Lucas Haas, and fucking Toby Maguire. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, what's his name? The, uh, the like magician. Chris Angel. No, David Blaine. All magicians creep me out. <laughs> For what reason? I can't imagine why. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can we talk about, I know that this isn't his dating life, but the rumor that him and Johnny Depp killed River Phoenix. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. That's fine. Let's just, let's talk about that to take a break from how bad he is at sex. Okay. So if you guys don't know, like the River Phoenix story, he overdosed outside. The Viper Room. The Viper Room, which Johnny Depp owned at the time or co-owned, right? Yeah. So it is said that Leo and johnny knew that river phoenix was like the only person in their way from rising to the top and that johnny depp was doing drugs with him and gave him like an extra hit or something and that is why river phoenix died like something to that effect it's definitely one of those like internet like you know i mean like a natalie wood kind of thing like just yeah. years and years and years of people having thoughts about that. Um, what do you think about it? I mean, I do not think Johnny Depp is a good person. Right. I think Johnny Depp is a huge piece of shit. And, you know, I think I'm not going to get into him and Amber Heard. I think they were both abusive to each other. Like, I think they were both like just a bad couple. Mm-hmm. But I guess I don't know. I don't know if Leonardo Leo was like involved, to be honest, because I remember Leo telling a story that he was there that night mm-hmm. and he loved River Phoenix and like saw him die. Wow. And was like, I, know, I don't want that to be me. But, but I guess I don't know enough about Johnny Depp other than like bad vibes on my end. Where someone could be that vindictive. Well, okay. So I've done a lot of Johnny Depp research for Dunso. And I will tell you, Johnny Depp could kill someone for sure. Like, I will tell you that. And that's like my opinion. I really do believe that Johnny Depp is so fucking crazy that he could kill someone for Mm -hmm. sure. But in that scenario, I I think it was more so that they didn't want to be blamed like they handled his death in a really sloppy way because they wanted it to look like it was his fault and his fault only Mm -hmm. and like that also is like very debatable you know because then it's like well why would somebody do that but you know he died in his club and you know they basically if they had called the paramedics to like come save him at the appropriate time like he would have likely lived yeah and like the reason that he died is because they took so long to do anything about it they tried to give him other drugs to offset what was going on with him because they thought like let's not get the police involved we don't want river phoenix having an an overdose to be a headline in this bar so let's just like give him like like um like pulp fiction style like let's just give him something else that'll like fucking wake him up real quick and you know he'll come out of it um And I know a lot of people say like, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio basically took his career. Yeah, that that's kind of why. I don't know, though. I don't know. 
because back then like leo wasn't leo now right so and i mean even in that quote you said he was a nice guy in that blind Mm -hmm. but again we have said this time and time again and people in hollywood are not us right we don't know what that life is like yeah there's no way of comparing and like you said i don't think i don't think that leo was like had like you know a that's a raven moment where he was like i could become the biggest star in the world if he's not here like it just feels very you know i don't know it just feels like tales of hollywood it feels very you know very grand um but with that said like i definitely think that johnny depp could kill someone uh, I don't think that it's so far out of the realm. And plus, like, a lot of people were, like, telling River that Johnny was going to end up being the reason he died. Like, other c- celebrities were, like, stay away from him. Like, Dan Aykroyd was, like, doing a movie with River around that time. And he was like, you need to stay the fuck away from Johnny Depp. Like, you're going to die if you continue being friends with him. Like, whether he kills you, you know. However you die, you're going to fucking die because Johnny Depp is not anybody that you want in your life. That's so, I just got chills when you said that. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those theories I think about quite a bit just because I kind of just learned about it the past year. Mm-hmm. And I could, now I think Johnny Depp could have had something to do with it or, you know, could have known, you know, if we don't call 911 right now, then, then right. he's gone. Right, right. And it's like, let's just uh, inject something else in him and see if that helps. It's like, what a piece of shit. That doesn't work, guys. Unless it's Narcan, it's not going to work. Right. The end. The end. Like, what a fucking piece of shit. I, I always think about that part of that, where it's like, he chose to let him die. And like, oh, it's just like crazy. And just like how that feels for... Like, how, what it feels like for, like, Joaquin Phoenix to be at, like, the Emmys and stuff, like, sitting next to him. He killed yeah. his brother. Yeah. Like, that's why Hollywood is so fucking weird. You could just be sitting in an award show next to somebody who killed your sibling. And to be honest, like, that probably fucked everybody up who saw that. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? No. There's definitely so much trauma in Leo's life. And guys, we will do like a, um, a, a part two to this. We were more wanted to talk about like his dating life, who he's been connected to, how bad he is in bed. Um, but we definitely need to dive into his dating, um, into his background too. Yeah, there's a lot about Leo's it's, it's crazy because it's like all of the smoke and, le- smoke and mirrors that surrounds Leo's life is so directly tied to his childhood, um, his introduction into Hollywood. Like he had a really, really, Leo has a very, very um, checkered past. And I'm not going to say that it's checkered because of him, but like it, it, it helps you understand like why it's mutually beneficial for him to be a good boy and just like do whatever the, the industry tells him to do. If you guys want me to date these fucking models or whatever, I will. I'll make stars out of all of them. 
Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because I don't want my shit out there like that. I don't want people talking about certain things. Now, Troy, I like to end every episode now by asking if someone is rotted or not. Guys, if you're new to the podcast, Troy introduced us to the beautiful phrase, that person is rotted to the core. <laughs> Instead of being like, oh, they suck. They're an awful person. No, rotted to the core sums that up much better. <laughs> right. So Leonardo DiCaprio, rotted to the core, rotted a little bit or not rotted? He's rotted to his core. To the core. Yeah, I don't think you can salvage. You can't make a pie out of that apple. It's rotted. I completely agree with you. And I that blind that said like, you know, mind you, this used to be a good person. It's like, I think Hollywood is like almost in a way designed to turn you into the worst version of yourself because every indulgence you could ever imagine is just like right in front of you all the fucking time. There are times like 150. <laughs> right. And yeah, I think that his lifestyle has turned him into just like this weird, like social leper kind of guy. Like he's just, he's very strange the more yeah. the older he gets the more odd he gets like he really is becoming jack nicholson yeah for sure but yeah like we said we definitely want to do another a, a, a paywall version of this episode um this was just like a fun little teaser again fun maybe not the best word to describe it um but yeah what do you think do you think that he's he brought it to his core brought it to the core i think maybe he wasn't at some point but you know I know he's a great actor, but definitely rotted. And even sometimes like knowing about his personal life has kind of ruined some things for me mm -hmm. in his acting life. Like Wolf of Wall Street is basically just him, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 totally. Like, I love the movie. It was great. But yeah, I am kind of like, but Leo's so gross. Right. I get that. And it is like, it's. It, it, it always annoyed me that he never took like bigger acting risks like he does sort of just play a version of himself a lot whether it's like a southern version of him or an 80s version of him or whatever it's like it's leo still well the revenant he like ate a horse's heart or and like climbed into a bladder of a horse or something so that was he did a bear a bear yeah he wore he a bear's body to keep warm yes. um <laughs> Just kind of backtracking, I know we were about to end this, but I know you said that he has like a checkered past. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's why it took him so long to win an Oscar? Because the Academy like it's kind of holding back or Hollywood was holding back? I don't know, maybe. That could be it. I think the whole Oscar thing is so weird. Like I never understood why they wouldn't just give it to him. Mm -hmm. It's like you've given them to people for much less. Right you know but so I wonder if that had something to do with it because he would like win like golden globes and everything but when an Oscar came around they were like mm -mm. right I also think Leo is like one of those actors that kind of refuses to do the traditional yeah you know the the game to get in a like the Lady Gaga thing where you go on every award show and, and are so disingenuous because you or not award show but every talk show and because you want the Oscar so bad yeah you like won't do it so they're like well fuck you right <laughs> yeah. um but yeah you guys I hope that you enjoyed this episode uh we will I don't know if we know what we're doing next week yet but we'll figure it out and it'll be fun and we love you and yeah thank you for the support yeah thanks for subscribing to the patreon 
Um, and thanks for being so active on our Instagram and stuff. It's been really cool. So yeah, we love you. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.